Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Guys, our book comes out on the 4th of November. Remember, remember, the 4th of November. And that's our official launch party that's happening at 21 Soho in London. And then from there, we're going around the country. It turns out if we leave, like, London, we don't explode and dissolve into dust. Cambridge, Brighton, Manchester, Bristol, Leeds. If you live in any of those or near any of those, holy cow, go to plosive.co.uk. And you will see what dates all of those things are. And you can get tickets to come and see us. We're going to be doing a live podcast episode just for you. You can also go to seetickets.com if that floats your boat. If you like seeing tickets. If you like to see the tickets. You can also pre-order our book or you'll be able to be available to buy on the day. And we would love to see you. Please come along. Genuinely, please come along. Oh, we'd love to see you. We'd love to see you. Hello and welcome to Nobody Panic. I'm Stevie. Tessa is also here, but Hello. we have a special guest who's going to save our lives and our bank balances. <laughs> it's Bola Sol. How are you doing, Bola? I'm fine, thank you. Happy to be here. How are you? You know what? Well, fine. But fine. Absolutely Financially fine. ruined. Absolutely ruined. <laughs> right, let's fix that. Let's fix that. Right off the top of, of mm. this episode, Bola's got a book out, out earlier th- this year called How to Save It, Fix Your Finances. First off, the forward is by Moneybox, which is an app I downloaded last year and it's been incredibly helpful. So already off to a flying start. Um, if, you have any, if you listen to this episode and you're like, yes, I want more of this, or, or if you, 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 you're like, this is nowhere near enough help. Or if it was enough help, buy the book. Either, either way. Also follow Bola on Twitter. Should we kick off with, with the adult things? Yeah, this episode, I'm just saying this episode is going to be called is How to Save Money. Or yes. how to fit, how to get it all, get it all in shape. Get those, cause I think everybody listening is thinking, yes, yes, hello. I'm not good at maths. I'm not good at numbers. I'm not, I, the money just disappears like monopoly money. Um, yes, please. I would like to know. And also every time anybody brings up any sort of big words like ISA, your nose starts to bleed. So mm. that is just, that's where we're coming at and where I yes. suspect a lot of less people listening God. are. From. Anything, anything over the word bank. I'm like, okay, I don't know what a bank is, but I don't understand anything that I've is in it. Recently, started watching Ozark, and I 
and while I'm listening, I'm loving it and no spoilers, but I am only three episodes in. I cannot comprehend what it is he is trying to do there. <laughs> like he is the, the concept of the, and I know he keeps explaining it to the child in a, in the hope of the audience understanding, but I'm like, right, but what, but what are we doing? <laughs> how, how is it working? So just that's where my, my maths and my, I'm sure my Bola, you'll have at. a lot of advice on money laundering um, that's, <laughs> that's what I'd like to know about please, <laughs> yes, please. if I did but, I think this would be a completely different podcast yeah so sorry I derailed you on your adult thing what I'd love to know what your adult thing of the week is oh it's organizing um like life insurance and health insurance that's so oh. massive <laughs> that's so incredibly adult I don't even you it's, organized yeah. life insurance. Life <laughs> insurance, something that you pay and insure a monthly insurance. I think you can pay monthly or annually, and but you have to do like a health and lifestyle questionnaire first, right? Um, so they just basically know about any pre-existing medical conditions that you have. So in the event certain things happen, not necessarily just um, death, but in the event something like this is so adulty, like someone was to get cancer, for example, and stuff like that, then they would make out a particular um, a particular claim for you. Um, so if you couldn't work, anyone who has kids, for example, I know some people like my sister, she's a doctor, she's got um, critical illness cover. So in the event she can't work, she can make sure that you know, um, her house is still taken care of, her family's still taken care of. That's oh my so God. smart, because I think up until oh this conversation, I just thought if you if you got became critically ill, uh, you, that was it, you couldn't read that. You, there was no, there was no, there's no way. You, if, you just have to just, I don't know, your life would have to crumble. And so the idea that there is actually something out there that would stop that makes sense. And it's yeah. terrifying that I didn't know about it. A, a, a last thing actually to say about life insurance, um, which is why it's good for people to have it. If you have a mortgage and you get a particular type of life insurance that's tied into your mortgage, in the event that someone is to pass, I don't like to put it on people, that someone is mm. to pass, um, you can get it that your mortgage is paid off. What? Yeah, important to okay. know these things. Do you think yeah. that people, I mean, obviously I mean, the answer is yes, that people don't do this sort of thing because even thinking about the idea of it is just too overwhelming. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You, just, oh, you yeah. can tell yourself, you're like, you know, I'm young, I'm a spring chicken. I go to Pilates three times a week. You're thinking me? Pfft, never. Yeah. <laughs> like, but it's just, life happens and one day you're just blowing out more candles than you expected. So. Oh my God. But so important to speak positivity and like I talk about that in my yeah. book as well like mindset um like money yes. mindset and the things you tell yourself about money yes because I suppose it sends cues to your brain and then makes you helps you to act more confidently and and, and responsibly and all of that. yeah we did um an, an episode a few months ago called like how to manifest and we we're like oh lame and then by the end of it we we're like yeah it's absolutely psychologically incredibly helpful and um, once you know what you want to attract you can start attracting it and it's not some sort of magical airy fairy you know nothing um mm. I've yeah. got questions about the positivity as somebody who has a deeply negativity mindset about this sort of thing. Tell me what you recommend about this sort of positivity thinking. If there was one sentence I could leave you with, <laughs> I know we're just starting the podcast. Mic drop. Mic <laughs> drop. <laughs> no, but if there's one thing you could remember, it's 
to say, I'm getting better with my finances because so often we can make a mistake, we can make an error and then it just feels like, oh my gosh, back to square one. But it's not, it just feels like that in the moment, but don't let those moments encapsulate you. Like maybe if you have an emergency fund or savings and you have to dip back into it, don't, sometimes you just have to take a deep breath and say, I'm getting better with my finances. You know, setbacks aren't the end of the world. Oh my God. I grew That's about four gosh. inches just listening to that. <laughs> I, I am getting better with my finances. With my finances. Yes. yes, because Tessa you, is very much like when someone says to her like, oh, so what's your, I think we, we did an advert or something a while back and it was like, we had to talk about how we approach money. And um, it's like, you know, so I answered the question and then Tessa was like, oh, I keep all my money in the box under my bed. It's like, well, you don't. <laughs> I do actually. But, though, a well, lot you, of... you, you, there's a bit of it, but like you also, you are better than you present to yourself. Let's start though by, so I know you, um, I read a few things that you've written, Bola, and uh, you talk, well, you talked a lot about how important it is to talk about money. And I yeah. thought that was a good place to start because it's some, like, then we can move to like practical tips and stuff later because that's so personal. Like, for example, I'm absolutely fine talking about certain aspects of money. Tessa, you you feel uh, stressed when I ask you how much things c- were that you've bought. <laughs> uh, whereas I'm like, oh, it's fine. But then there are other things that I can't, like I don't like talking about if I've done a job and I've earned a lot of money uh, or, or a, a, you know, a good amount of money. I feel embarrassed saying, and I, I'm, you know, you kind of feel, and I know that it's very different for everybody. Why is it important that we should talk about money and what are the best ways to kind of ease yourself in if you're really like, nervous about it? It's important to talk about money because without sounding crude, you have no idea how much you could potentially be making until you discuss it. And it's something I do on purpose with friends who are also, Um, within the financial influencer space I do it in terms of my day job and salary and um, it's also important for things like so for example to know about maybe how much someone is paying for energy which has been a big topic lately Um, it's everything down to your mobile phone bill the whole point that it's important to talk about money is so that we can learn to be more efficient in that area and Mm. know what works for us and if we're not having those conversations then we aren't really helping each other as a human race to get better. All, all mm. we're doing is buying into Jeff Bezos, who's flying <laughs> to space with all our our COVID Amazon money. <laughs> so it's like we we should grow together. And that's why it's important to talk about money. And I think anyone who's nervous to talk about it should start where they feel comfortable. So it could be like with the little things like, oh, where do you shop? I shop in Tesco. Oh, I shop in Aldi. And you should be like, oh, you should do a price comparison week on week and just start really small in those areas and then build up and then start to ask more questions. Um, one thing I now I say to my friends is, is it okay if I have a conversation with you about finances and just go from there? Um, where do you but, think it comes from the like the the how that we don't want to discuss it that like the idea that like we don't know we it would be unlikely that you knew like what all your friends' like salary was for example I think it's a british culture thing naturally to mm. not talk about money and it also it always protects the employer for mm. for us not to discuss it you know it's only hr who usually know know about that so it's it's all very hush hush some people don't like to talk about it maybe because they have more than others and it can it can build envy and resentment but it's i think it's up to the individual what they do with that information as long as it doesn't brew into 
oh, they're making more money than me and um, I don't like them. I say, never look at the person, look at the situation and ask, how can I get more out of it? So like I do a job right now that my friend does and I think he earns five times more than me. I kid Mm. you not. Five times more than me in a month. You said he as well, which is... (laughs) I know. (laughs) But, and instead of me making that situation about him, I make it about how I can get to that place financially. Um, And that's the great, that's the great thing about talking about money. Yes, I can see that. You can use it, you can use it for good for yourself. Yeah. It's very hard. I I think I've spoken about it before on the podcast, but like when I first got a salaried job as a journalist and I didn't Mm. know you weren't supposed to talk about that stuff, but it just, I didn't because no one else was but then we were all at this like Christmas party and then someone just was like how much do you and then they all found out how much I earned and they were all like what I think I was on like 15,000 they were just like what and then they then we all started talking about it and it ended up with you know one of them's crying in the loo because the girl is five years younger there's earning like five times more and 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 it was the company was the Mm. problem but they didn't have enough money to kind of keep going. And then people started to leave and find better jobs where they'd be paid for their worth. There was this whole thing about how it was illegal to talk to your colleagues about how much they earned, but it's not. The company just makes you feel like it is. And like, it's illegal to talk about that. And I was like, I felt like, oh God, I'm really sorry that I've started this conversation, but like actually turned out to be very helpful for all of the individuals involved, just not the company who were screwing us all over. And also the other side of, talking about money is when you're struggling for money and I think that is again a different um all I mean again it's very British not to but also within Britain there are a lot of different cultures who talk about money in different ways but so obviously I'm only coming at it from the sort of like working class white perspective but like absolutely fine to say that you've you've got no no money because that's essentially my base level the whole (laughs) like up until maybe a year ago I was like but the but I know that that's also really difficult for lots of people to admit when they've got money problems and also to admit to themselves. It's that thing where you don't want to go to the cash point and look because mm. so then you just sort of stick mm. your head in the sand. And then that's an obvious, there's an obvious reason why you need to be talking almost to yourself about money because <laughs> you can, mm. you can kind of like push it away. Um, so yeah, starting, starting to talk about it in a way, in easy, in easy, simple, comfortable ways. And then, if you are struggling with money, what, what's like the, your first thing that you should do, Bola? I would say have a talk with someone who you know cares about you, a family, or fr- a family member or a friend, mm. and then maybe they can give suggestions of, of where you can go from there. As well, if, if, if that's not your first port of call and you're, you don't want to want to do that, just have a cheeky Google, even if it's on a on an incognito setting of your situation and see. But it's always it's always better to have a conversation because you don't know the options that are available out there. Two people actually messaged me this morning about a situation they're going through. And to one of them, I said, call the companies and tell them your situation, because some people don't even know that it's an option to say, I'm struggling right now. This is mm. what I can afford to pay. And, you know, some companies will say, okay, we understand. Maybe you can pay the rest at a later date. But until we have those conversations, even with someone we trust, then we're always going to feel like we're struggling. But um, once mm. you open up that conversation, you know, it's it can be such a release and um, you know where to go in terms of next steps. Yes. And and what, what in your experience are the biggest mistakes 
people make with money very broad thing to say but ask oh yeah um yeah getting into debt and convincing themselves that that debt is worth it so in in all honesty it's lifestyle creep and it Mm. happens to so it happens to so many people it's like you want to go out with your friends you want to go out with your family whoever it is and before you know it, you tell yourself yeah I don't know I'm building up my credit and I'm using my credit card but then it comes to a point where maybe it's too expensive or yeah I'm going to get out alone to do that but you don't have an idea of how you're paying it back so I think debt as a result of lifestyle creep is something that comes up time and time again mm-hmm. and there's just times where we just have to kind of sit at home and rein in our spending to get back to should I say zero mm. Mm. it's an instinct isn't it of being like well everyone else is doing it and I deserve to have nice things and go out with people and I'll, you know, and I've got this overdraft or whatever, I've got this thing, I'll, I'll do it. And it's fine. And I, I, this is, this is fine as, and it's a real sort of head in the sand thing. What I hate about it as well is that, because I know that recent, well, maybe you can tell me that I'm wrong actually, because I don't know if this is right, but I've read and heard that it's really important to have a credit card for your credit score Whereas mm. when I was growing up, my parents were like, you know, never get a credit card. And like, they're really like, because obviously, you know, that happens and you, 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 you then opened yourself up almost needlessly to the lifestyle creep, as you, as you put it, um, which is also a great phrase. <laughs> That's literally <laughs> how it feels. But then, yeah, so terrible that then if that is the case, if, if, if that is true, that it's helpful to have a, a credit card, if you can pay it off for your credit score then um, what a horrible bind they've got people in because they're literally trying to get people into debt. It just goes to show the importance of self-discipline. That That's the thing that no no one teaches you, like financial discipline. It's the same with, I don't know, going to the gym. It's just like, can I commit to X amount of times a week or a month? You have to do the same with your finances. But the wording, the way, the pros, everything feel it's like it's completely closed thing that I, I can't access and I don't understand any of the words and it makes me go all hot and shaky and you do, you're like what's the what do, literally what does that mean and I think the language yeah just it, it, it keeps people out from understanding it on purpose so that you do make a mistake and then you are fined mm. and then they get some extra money that's really how I feel mm. about it um probably too cynical when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. On that sort of note of like not feeling like you understand stuff, like what 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 would your top line starter tips for for people that really want to start saving, but but just have absolutely like no idea, terrified of spreadsheets, don't understand it. How to save it? How to save it? <laughs> I would say look into the best. Um, interest rate available i could quote some now but um it's important to just google what what the latest one is and if you're interested in property and you don't own a property yet then of course you can look into getting the lifetime isa i've got one of those whoop, whoop. if you're between 18 to 40 you can get one. First question no i've got two one is um the the best interest rate it does feel like the banks at the moment are offering interest rate of like 0.3 percent and it's capped it's at that. Yeah. So it feels like, it feels like you're like, okay, I'm ready. Here I go. I've got my little, little pot of, I've got my little nest egg. Where should I put it? And then you look around and you're like, oh wait, uh, at best I can make 20 pence in, 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 in interest in this bank for over a year. So that does feel like, is there a better place than the banks to put your money if you'd like to say start saving there are a few apps so some of these like new school fintech apps can offer certain percentages so for example i know like um chip were offering 1.25 percent at one point i know marcus um run by goldman sachs is currently offering 0.5 percent there's there's all these various ones so i think you know don't be afraid to move your money around just so that you're getting that little bit more so like i had chip and i also have a savings account and it was like cool and i was like i i don't know what to do i don't know how much to put in i don't know like because also as well funny self-employed as, as i am i'll have the there are people of course who have salaries so that then you can look and you can calculate your outgoings and then kind of you know detract that and go okay well i can manage this amount a month so I'll do that. But if you also you're somebody like, for example, me, who will get like a big lump sum and then nothing for seven years and then like <laughs> two pounds. Like, and I never know when anything is coming in ever. Mm. It's quite hard to figure out how much to put in. And I'm, this is not very, I'm not going to make this question. Can you please tell me how much I should put in my account? But what I mean is that like, is that are there apps or are there any ways that you can kind of that can help you to work out just how much to save? There's a rule of thumb. It's a 50-30-20 rule. So 50% on your needs, 30% on your wants and 20% on your savings. So that could be savings, could be a split of um, like savings and investments. So mm-hmm. you could just put away money. And I think what's important is that you label what that money is for. So is it an emergency fund that you're trying to build which is um, should be a minimum of three to six months of expenses, or is it for your long term goals like a house, um, for example, or I don't know, a car or a big holiday? Wow, so when you see three, okay. three to six months of expenses. We're talking like maybe three to six months of rent as an emergency fund in the sense of if something terrible happens and, and like you can't and rent and bills, right? And so then you know that you are going to be safe for a certain amount of time. It, that, mm. that gives you breathing room to you know, work things out. I see. That's a really great idea. Emergency oh God, fund I've got about is... point two of my rent saved. <laughs> <laughs> You've got, th- got three days Three days, worth. yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I'm running. <laughs> so that is a thing, isn't it, about like being financially free, about like how long can you last 
from this point, if you just down tools and didn't work and there was no more money coming in from today, how long would it be before you hit zero? And it's like, it, that, so building up that emergency fund to be like, I could last six months from this point. This is how much money is in this account. And that's not just an ambiguous number. That's like, this is six times my rent. This is six times the bills. Mm. This is six times this. This is food. This is everything. I know exactly how much that number is for me personally, rather than just like, I don't know, a million or something. Like, and then and then you're like, <laughs> of course, you're never going to hit it if you're just like, or you're like a thousand pounds. Like you've got to be clear about like, how much is your rent? How much needs to be in there? And for, and then to be like, you need six times that in there. Ooh, okay. It feels, feels hot, but good. So needs, wants, savings okay nws okay. 50 30 20 and it can be stressful if you're listening if you're listening to this and uh are at a stage where which i have been for most of my life where it's like i was for a long time earning the exact amount of money that was my expenses and maybe like 10 pounds <laughs> and then it'd be like eating rice and then you listen being like yeah, cool would love to save but mm. literally can't it's i suppose it's about like it's an aim you know and like it's always good to have an aim and that's another thing to look at how you can work smarter yeah one of my clients it took her like 12 to 18 months to save three to six months of expenses yeah, yeah. so you just it's not an overnight the, thing the feeling yeah the feeling feels the same when you when you do it regardless of how quickly or how slowly it takes For, forget the pace just make sure you get there so that you have that cushion please could you tell people what um a lifetime isa is a lifetime isa is for anyone between the ages of 18 to 40 who wants to either use it as a pension in the future or um, who wants to use it to buy a property. Now you have, if you want to use it to buy a property, you can put in a maximum of £4,000 a year um, for up to three years and the government will add 25%, which is £1,000. So let's say for three years in a row, you save £4,000, um, the government will add £1,000. So after three years, that's a total of £12,000 and the government have added 3000 on top for you. Really great. Moneybox do that, right? Because I've got one, yeah. I think, through Moneybox. And so I would highly recommend that as an app as well because what's so great about those apps is it... I get very upset when I'm downloading them and scared. And then when you go in, it's literally designed for people like me who don't understand anything. So it's so clear and helpful and like, you know what's going on. Moneybox aside, uh, are there any other sort of apps that you found very helpful? I use Yolt. Yolt is a budgeting app. So you can add all your current accounts. I think I'm pretty sure you can add your savings accounts as well. Some people, you can add your credit cards and um, a few people add their investment accounts. So you can add a range of accounts and you basically put your budgets and it shows you a snapshot of what you're spending in a week. Um, it tells you if you're bang on budget or if you are, have gone over. So what I tend to do is I do start with a spreadsheet, but then I make sure it reflects um, what I'm budgeting in the Yolt app. And then I look and I'm like, oh, I'm spending too much here or I'm not spending enough here. One of the areas that I'm I get conscious that I'm not spending enough in is like self-care, for example. I always mm. think that that's really important. I always say like your financial, your well-being is so important. It can't just be I'm making money, I'm doing this. You have to mm. look after yourself. Yeah, yeah otherwise yeah, what's the point? Spreadsheets, spreadsheets terrify me. So um, mm. the idea that you have a spreadsheet for all your things it's it, and when if you if someone's listening and wants to kind of like lay out a very simple basic budget sheet yeah for example yeah just say income so all the income that comes into you and then um fixed expenses and variable expenses and then you just you know deduct from there 
and it just helps you helps you think i'm variable what's what's great is like variable usually is the one that's like oh i've got this i've got that i've got this i've got that but it can teach you like how much do i really need from there like back to back to good old jeff but like i'm sorry i don't need amazon prime all the time yeah it's a i don't want to say it's a small cost but it's like I think it's like seven ninety nine if you pay a month or it might have gone up now. The point is I'm just like, no, like I don't need it right now. I'll get it another month, but just not now. So like that's where you get to see your variable expenses really add up. And also it the Amazon Prime is such a good example of something that it's like a chicken and egg thing. Once you have it, then you then end up by you use it way more than you would have done if you didn't have it and you just plan a little bit better because you know that you can't get something in four hours time basically you don't need it but you feel like you really do and it makes you need it when you have it so I, I think it's yeah there's so many in the in those sort of variable categories where you go well that has to, I have to have if that. you if you sit down and like force yourself to look, look through your bank account for the last couple of months that's the point where you discover you're like what's that like 199 what's that? And it's sort of thing that you're like, oh, well, it's one ninety nine. But then you're like, oh, it comes out every month. And it's for like an app I once bought to learn Welsh. Like, it's like, what's that doing in there? And you don't look if you just keep putting your head in the hand in the sand and being like, oh, oh, haha, I don't know, money, you know, until you sit down and you're like, okay, where's it actually going? And also then it means it just, it means you have to do a lot of self-reflection of like, why am I spending so much money on burritos? Let's look at the underlying burrito. Let's look at the underlying uh, burrito problem. problem. And you're like, you know? I don't want to look what's underneath the burrito. Thank you. I don't want to know. We've mentioned a little bit about, well, the, the word investment has come up a few times. Mm. So I like decided to get a pension when I turned 30 and invest, invest, invest. Um, and that's how I talk about it. Invest, Cause it, I just don't. <laughs> yeah. And when I told my sister about it, she was just like, I'm sorry, what you're playing the stock market. What, what who are you? And I was like, I, I don't know what I'm doing, but then I've got a, a nice woman friend who kind of a woman friend who, who, who like does it for me. Is it a SIP, a self-invested personal yes. pension? Yes. And sip. so it's my first very, time learning very about a new, sip. having a lovely <sighs> sip of my water and my money um (laughs) and that i got one and i'm stressed about it because i don't really understand it in a way but what advice would you have for somebody who what who wants who would maybe want to firstly why should somebody invest in something (laughs) in the stock market well people should invest in general because savings can only take you so far Right. Um, I mean, you know, we spoke earlier about how low the interest rates are right now. And with, I'd say the reason, that's that's a huge reason as well. And your money can go further over a longer period of time. Mm -hmm. So with investing, you know, you have something called compound interest, which is interest on interest. So if you invest and your portfolio makes a return of 10% a year and you start with £100, that then becomes 110 pounds and then that's a hundred and then 110 pounds and 10 percent of that and it keeps going up mm. and saving just isn't going to do that for you so you want to look at the long term especially if you're self-employed I must say it's so important to create future future wealth for yourself through a self-invested personal pension Yes, and it's frightening because with the investment stuff, you kind of go, oh, well, well, I won't be able to 
touch it for 70 years. But that's not necessarily all in all the invade. Like that's just certain types of investment. And like there are so many different types. What would your advice be for somebody who is like, okay, well, that sounds good. And then literally has no idea. I'm obviously Googling, but would you go to your bank and talk? Is that, is that a place where you would talk to? I would suggest people speaking to a financial advisor. Right. Um, they can do free initial consultations about where to start with that. I would definitely say go to them because I legally I can't give advice on that. But understood. Um, yeah. they, would they take an upfront fee or do they take a cut of the amount that they make you? Or like, what is the thing with a financial advisor? It varies. So okay. sometimes it can be a mix. It can be they take a fee. Usually it's a monthly fee and then maybe like a percentage of um, what they make you. But that's not always the case. Okay. I was very... Um, surprise because I did I'd like was on a roll and was like I'm going to go, get in touch with a financial advisor and did like a Facebook say just being like oh financial advisors ah! and then got mm. a, a friend who work used to work somewhere put me in touch with this lovely woman what I'm saying is very important to lean in and not feel like it's too frightening because when I spoke to her she takes a uh, she, she just takes a percentage but I ba- like all of her clients are like millionaires and so she wants to get people on who aren't at all Sometimes people will, you know, you'd kind of be like, well, why? I don't have enough money to kind of justify having a financial advisor and them taking a percentage because it's about 2p for them. But because she has huge clients, she likes to help people that don't. And so what I'm saying is, is that don't automatically think you have to be some sort of banker on like 500 grand a year in order to necessitate you investing like you can invest as much or as little as you want and also it's so nice because she's this lovely woman she just explains everything to me like really clearly and she has to explain to me every time I speak to her like again what it is we're doing like every single time it's something that feels like it's very too grown up and well you must you've got to be mm. at least 50 to do that it's like no actually the whole point is is that you do it as early as possible so that then you can accrue as much as possible yeah because the earliest you can access that money is actually 55 right um, so then you wouldn't have saved so, enough really would you in five years exactly, <laughs> exactly. and again work. it's because you're like i can't think about being 55 i'm going to the pub i always say when it comes to investing in general everyone needs to realize what their risk appetite is so for Ooh, example good all three of us could say right we have different risk levels so i could say yeah i'm gonna put a thousand pounds in a crypto that's unregulated and you both could say yeah I'm going to do the same because I'm going to follow you however you don't know that maybe I've got a hundred thousand in safe stocks and maybe you've only got ten ten thousand so you have to kind of look at what you're willing to put in and also what you're willing to lose what you're willing to lose and that's that's it isn't it like you can only really play like for example the when um when uh, they bought all the when the people on Reddit bought that GameStop thing, GameStop, I was yeah, like, yeah. "Fun! I want to play." And then they were like, "We're bringing down, we're bringing everyone down from the inside." And uh, and then they said, uh, "You've got to buy BB." They were saying everywhere on all the, the stock platforms, but nobody knew what that meant. So therefore, people were buying a Blockbuster, BlackBerry, and Bed Bath and Beyond. <laughs> so nobody knew what they were doing. But I, I remember they have uh, to make a movie about this. Yeah, it's just they it was surely it was they will. Well, because it felt very like here were just some kids on Reddit, just literally unregulatedly playing the stock market in a way that that is what Wall Street does professionally. But because now the Reddit kids were doing it, they were like, shut it down, shut it down. And I was like, I, I come in to help. 
And then I was like, I put um, fifty pounds uh, into GameStop, um, which is which my Please, risk. It's GameStop, just so you know. With oh shit! So you invested in the wrong thing. <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. I invested in GameStop, got my little eToro app. Off I went, and that what you're saying about risk appetite. Like that was my risk appetite. Like fifty pounds was how much I was prepared to be like, if this doesn't work, I, I had a fifty pounds of fun learning about this and I understand that it didn't work and I hope I don't lose all of it but 50 pounds is my level of risk and you won't believe this it doubled I doubled my money I mean I had I didn't really understand how to get it out and I paid a bit too much. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's, that's where, where it gets a bit sticky <laughs> that's where it got sticky turned out eToro took most of it it's all a bit tricky <laughs> however I was like holy shit I've made 50 pounds on this but then I was like but the only way you can truly make like millions on the stock market is to be gambling millions. Like your risk appetite has yeah. to be so massive. Otherwise, it just should be like mm. play a low risk game, put it into low risk. It's just like trucks along nice and gently. A little, making, bit. little bit every year, making you a bit of money, but we ain't ever going to be hitting those like we're making millions. Well, over, millions. You hope over a long period of time. That's why I suppose it's like over a lot, over your whole life say, when, you, when you're saving, then that yeah. actually does accumulate in a meaningful way rather than being like, mm. get rich quick me investing aged 50 yeah <laughs> quick, 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 quick. Quick. <laughs> not got a crunch time. against time yeah. i retire next year what is my, what if i get a lifetime like for now i shall never retire you've mentioned having clients a few times and so is that something are you a financial advisor is that something that people can come to you as, no, no i'm not do you know so just to explain a financial advisor is someone who can legally legally give you advice on your like investments for example so i don't do that i'm just a finance coach a finance um, coach so it's literally personal finances whereas mm-hmm. um yeah financial advising is more on a different scale they can help you with your personal finances as well but a lot of them tend to start with okay for example your self-invested personal pension as we spoke about or um, other types of investments amazing um go and buy the book for more for more stuff uh, and more confidence that, that and but more, more like yeah and that you cannot you can't be just like ah, you've got to be like okay here we go Come on, I'm going in. I'm being brave. Literally I'm looking life. at this head on. This yeah. is your life. Yeah. Literally. This is your life. This yeah. is your life. And you don't, you can't, you've got, there's a better one waiting you for you. You can't cower away. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know, all you have to do is tell yourself about all the things that you've overcome in the past. And I've started to, to do that. I'm like, remember when you were like 18 and super organized and you lived away from home to university, like, and you know, you, you lived out of campus and you had your bills sorted. I'm like, remember, you can do that. And I tell myself, you know, when you get a mortgage, you're going to do the same. And it's just like those mini pep talks. You have to tell yourself about a time when you were, you know, you were hitting up your finances in the best way and it was working for you. Mm. And go back to that time and remind yourself how capable you are. Thank you so much well, uh, for joining us. Thank you. Really, I feel like you've really changed Tessa's life. I can see that in her eyes. <laughs> I feel um, richer. <laughs> and I feel, in- I feel incredibly... Uh, I've got some of those things, but I haven't really been leaning into them because I'm still too frightened to like fully commit to any of it, but I'm going to commit. And um, yeah, thank you so much. And we'll see you all listening next week. I hope we're all one week richer and one week more better Indeed. with our finances. See we're you getting better with our finances. Yeah, see, <laughs> see you in 50 years <laughs> when everyone's better with their finances. No, see you next week, guys. We're going to do this. Take yourself on a bank a date and look at those look through your thing get that excel spreadsheet going 50 30 20 needs want savings thank you so much bye bye
mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont. And guess what? I'm Sam Campbell. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy our podcast. It's called Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains. It, we have a podcast and uh, it might be, uh, I probably don't want to sound, um, you know, like I'm bragging, but it's dynamite. It is electric. It's high voltage. And please, we really need you to listen. You don't understand how much we need this. Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. But um, yeah, we, th- this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains. <laughs> 